You can't tell me what I'm doing is wrong. That's judgmental. Oof, I thought you Christians were supposed to be all about no judging. Well, and Jesus said, you can't judge me, right? <laughs> Only God can judge me. Oh, the Bible says so many times we hear <laughs> Bible verses taught incorrectly. Yeah. And it leads us to misunderstand the word of God. Yeah. So we're going to um, dive into those as we uh, are in the series about misunderstood Bible verses. We simply call misunderstood yeah. Bible verses. So mm. what did Jesus really mean when he said, judge not? We gonna find out today. Yes. Uh, join us as we dive into Matthew 7 verses 1 through 2. You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Real Life Take 4. Where we talk kidding. about myths and misunderstandings. <laughs> Surrounding life, race, faith, and culture. If you'd like to support the Nick Smith Podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or you can give through our Patreon. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends can know what you're listening to. Hey everybody, we are your hosts, Nick Smith. And Kylie Joe Smith. And today's episode is all about judging. Oh, everyone. Hashtag favorite. judgment. Hashtag judgment zone. That's what we are in. This is not Planet Fitness. This is not the no judgment zone. (laughs) Well, as we are diving into these uh, (laughs) verses, uh, we're talking about uh, Matthew 7, verse 1 through 2, which is often misquoted. Um, Not only misquoted, but misunderstood. We want to start off with uh, something that I have been saying in this season, which is content without context leads to conviction. I'm just kidding. Confusion. Uh, No. Uh, Content without context leads to confusion. And so you always want to know your context when you're reading scripture. You want to know why the thing was being said to who it was being said to and then what that meaning has to do with you. So Yeah. Honestly, one of the greatest issues we deal with with the church today is biblical illiteracy. Oh, yeah. One of the big. biggest problems. And I'm not talking about regular literacy. Like if you have a learning disability or mm-hmm. a problem actually read, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being able to read the text of scripture and interpret it correctly and interpret it with sound judgment. Judgment. Oh my goodness. Oh, just, here we go. It's hard to it's hard to live without judgment. Yeah. Um, and it's just it doesn't happen among believers. And so you have people that literally walk around quoting a version of scripture mm-hmm. that you'll, you'll go back to the text and be like, I don't actually see that in here. Yeah. Um, like people who really think that Jesus's words were just judge, not period. Don't judge. Don't judge. Well, and the you, Bible says don't judge. You could have stopped when it said the issue is with people reading their Bible. You would oh. to say reading and understanding oh. and like y'all picking people- it up. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's true that we will scroll for hours on timelines. We will do a lot of other stuff before we read our word. And mm. as believers, we have to be in our word. And so biblical literacy, um, you can't be literate in something because you read it one time. Like, oh, yeah, I read the Bible through back in, you know, 1925. I or you read someone is. else's interpretation of it. Exactly. Or somebody count. that you know and you trust told you <clears throat> what the verse is. Like, you have to actually get in there. Your yeah. Self. So yeah. do you have the verse pulled up? Let's just read the verse. All right. So we're going to read. We're going to read it. Hold on. <clears throat> I have the uh, interlinear here. Go ahead. Okay. I mean, if you want right. to read it in the Greek. Judge not that you not be judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. Mm-hmm. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there is the log in your own eye? You hypocrite. First, take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Do not give dogs what is holy, Mm -hmm. and do not throw your pearls before pigs, lest they trample them underfoot 
and turn to attack you. The word of God. For the people of God. The people of God. Thanks. Thanks be to God. So uh, this is probably, in my experience, one of non-believers' favorite verses. Oh, yeah. Oh, if you know people that aren't Christians that have an issue, they that know have a this bone verse. Pick, they oh. know this verse. Oh no, you get the log. They got the log in their eyes, back in mine, or something else. I don't know how they are. Or completely out of context. Well, you know, they don't cast your pearls before swine. So, like, what is that? Would you even understand? Do you what know the, where that comes from? What these? What he's talking about? And <laughs> some of you may not have heard the cast your pearls before swine, um, in context with the judge not lest you be judged. But we're gonna get mm-hmm. into what that has to do with each other here in a little bit. But yeah. first, well, sorry, I was gonna say, I think it's funny how a lot of times we'll, we'll hear this quoted. People will take the old Testament, like 10 commandments verbiage and mm-hmm. apply it to this. So it's, thou shalt not judge. That's what the Bible says. Judge ye not. Does the Bible say thou shalt be. not? Is that one of the 10 commandments that you just made up? That, that was a great story that you, that you just, just made up. up. But sorry, you brought up a planet fitness earlier and this has bugged me. <laughs> Not be, just because I'm weird. Okay. So Planet Fitness is a judgment-free zone, right? I know. I already know where this is going. Yep. Yet, at Planet Fitness, there is this thing called the Lunk Alarm. If you go to Planet Fitness, you know what we're talking about. You already know. Basically, they say, like, you can't, like, if you're slamming weights down, if you're grunting, if you're, like, the typical, like, um, very aggressive weightlifter, and you're being very loud. Um, Drawing they, attention to yourself. Yeah, they call that uh, being a lunk, I guess. I never heard that before I walked in there. But, hey, that's what they call it. Um, and then this alarm goes off and they're like, hey, you can't do that. And then I was like, isn't that a clear judgment on someone calling them a lunk? It's whatever hard. That means? It's hard to say. It's hard to make these absolute black and white claims mm-hmm. and have these requirements for people. And of course, we love Planet Fitness. Like, literally, we 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 like this place. I literally. Love um, I mean, we actually like <laughs> anyway. Um, but it is interesting going in and like the the pronouncement of like, there's no judgment here. No judgment. It's for everybody. And I was actually laughing to myself at, at one point when I was um, working out one day, I was like, but if somebody came in here and was doing all of those things, mm-hmm. a person at some point would have to make the judgment call yeah, to sound the alarm, to draw attention to that person, to, in a sense, judge them, like yeah. to almost condemn them in their behavior. Yeah. And it's just interesting that even though we have this, we want to be judgment free, we want we don't want anyone to judge anybody else because it's, it can be an unhealthy thing in relationships. It can cause a lot of disjunct. At the same time, there are certain situations where even Planet Fitness recognizes we're going to have to make a judgment call here. Yeah. Well, let's jump into what people think this verse. Ooh, this is my favorite. Matthew. Yeah. My jump- favorite. I love, yeah. I love this. People think that this means that judging people is wrong all the time. That's what they think that this verse means. <laughs> judging is wrong. Judging is wrong all the time. All the time. Don't ever and do all the it. Time, it's- <laughs> judging's wrong. Yes. <laughs> They also tend to think that you should just let people do what makes them feel good or it makes them happy. And yeah. we hear that a lot. I've heard even parents saying about their um, adult children, like, well, you know, you just got to let them do what makes them happy. And that's because I don't, don't want to judge. Mm-hmm. Um, we also tend to think that it means what other people do doesn't really affect anyone else. Yeah. It's their personal decision. You know, just don't judge. It's, they're just doing their thing, living their life. Um, if it's not hurting you, leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is probably the, the, just the cherry on top of the misunderstood Sunday. Mm-hmm. If people are judging you, if there's judgment happening, then it's because people think they're better than you. Mm-hmm. We have a whole episode on it. Go watch it. Do they think they're better than you? It's Do good. they? Well, and I think the, the crazy thing is most communities that are very staunch on this, no judging are actually very judgmental. judgmental. 
it's so, which fits into the verse. Judge not lest you be judged. Lest you be judged. Um, so the way that we judge others, we tend to be judged ourselves. And so yep. um, this idea of like, well, you can't judge anything is in and of itself completely asinine. Like it's bonkers. It's ridiculous. You have to make judgments. A judgment is a decision about something like all the time. You make a judgment as soon as like before you even go to bed to wake up the next morning, you make a judgment about what time you're going to wake up. Yep. There's you make a judgment about what you're going to wear the next day. You make a judgment about what's good to eat and what's not good to eat. Like you make judgments, you make a judgment about where you should set your foot in the morning. Like, does that look safe? Like judgments happen at every point of our lives. Mm -hmm. And I think because of the wording of judge is so common parlance, it's a word I like to use every now and again. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Throw it out there just to make myself feel smart. And um, because it's so used all the time, Mm -hmm. overused, we use the word judgment when we, we, when we mean other things. Yeah. We mean uh, condemnation. condemnation. We mean um, you shouldn't be shunned. Mm -hmm. We mean you shouldn't be gossiped about. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't be bad mouthed in front of people. You shouldn't be slandered. You shouldn't be treated as less than. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be disrespected. Yeah. Like all of these things are valid and yeah. true, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of times we just lump it into the word judgment. Yeah, which is crazy because at certain junctures of our lives, most mm-hmm. people can say, you're going to want a person to pronounce a judgment, like victims of certain crimes, yeah. um, people who have experienced trauma and abuse. You want someone to enter into that situation and make a judgment for your good. Mm-hmm. So you will rely on someone who actually has a title, oftentimes, professionally, of judge who has gone through training and who has been through educational systems to learn how to judge appropriately according to the law of the land. Mm -hmm. And you're going to want judgment. Yeah. So it's hard to take this staunch position, this Mm -hmm. almost religious position, I will say. Yeah. No judgment ever. Judgment is bad. Do not judge. Judge not. Period. But but again, then you have the the catch 22 of like, well, what if somebody else is judgmental? And you call them judgmental. Are you judging them for being judgmental? Yes, I would say yes, you are. And but it's it's a cycle of of medi not mediocrity, idiocrity is wow. Just like it's just very not good. So we're gonna get out of that. <laughs> That's what I am. I'm making a judgment. We're gonna get out of that. So okay. let's talk about what uh, this verse actually means. Okay, tell us, Pastor. Don't judge. All right, the end. <laughs> <laughs> just do good. All you gotta do. Just that's all you have to do. It's real so, simple. Um, what we're reading in Matthew is, is, is I got stuck. Is, is a static. You're breaking up. We can't hear you. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Sermon on the Mount. And so Jesus is talking to people. This is the greatest sermon ever preached. I don't care who your favorite pastor is. Cannot compare to the Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus. And pretty much every good sermon is just a reframing. Of reiteration. That's right. And so what Jesus is doing is he's giving the people uh, kind of an image of what it looks like to live in the kingdom of God. And so by the time we get to uh, Matthew 7, he's already like preached for a chapter and a half mm. um, where, well, two full chapters because it starts in five one, And he comes to this point where he's, he's trying to tell people how life in the kingdom works best, right? And he says, do not judge. I'm, this is the NIV. Do not judge or you too will be judged. And we like to just stop there. But again, we understand you can't just not judge anything. Um, mm. Also, there's an entire book called Judges. So if God was against judging, that probably wouldn't be weird. In there. Um, but then he goes on, he says, for the same way you judge, uh, you will be judged. Mm-hmm. And with the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. What uh, Jesus is talking about is judgment with compassion. Here we go. Like you have to finish the verse. Again, context. You got to mm-hmm. read. We talked about the 2020 rule in the last episode. You can 
Go back and read 20 verses before. You can read 20 verses after. But if you ever find yourself just reading one verse and be like, that's, that's it, you're, you're missing context. And so as you continue reading down seven, he's saying that uh, the same way that you judge others, you will be judged. And with the same measure you use, the, the way that you look at other people, because here's the thing, our judgment as human beings are never perfect because mm. we're basing every judgment we make off of our limited understanding. And so when you look at someone, I mean, I can just speak for myself. I can't tell you the number of times I've made a judgment about someone. And again, not bad, like that person's terrible and they're going to go to hell, but just making a judgment like, oh, I bet they don't like this kind of music or I bet, mm. I bet this is kind of bothering them or I bet I'm getting on mm -hmm. their nerves. And my judgment was completely off or like, man, that person just ignored me. I made a judgment based on their response when they had something going on in their mind. They didn't even see me. Yeah. Had nothing to do. So like, what Jesus is pointing out is that our judgments are so limited. Our judgments mm -hmm. are based on um, the, what the, we see. Yeah. What we see, the, the little bit of experience that we have. Mm -hmm. And so the way that you judge has to be through grace. Mm. Like that's how you have to judge because ultimately that's how we want to be judged. Right. Yeah. At the cross. I want to be judged through grace. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want Jesus pulling up every bad thing I've ever done, pulling up my browser history of life and being like, Oh, remember in uh, 95, remember when you said that thing? Yeah, that's that's a mark. And uh, that's a demerit. That's a level two. <laughs> Where that's jail. You messed up straight to jail. <laughs> um, and so we want to be judged by the grace of God, which is what scripture says. Like we are ushered into the throne room of grace. Mm. It's the blood of the lamb that cleanses us. Like we're judged by Jesus's righteousness, yeah. which is what we want. We want that. Mm -hmm. um, yet we as human beings tend to judge other people based on our own standards. Yeah. And so the, the verse is really not talking about don't judge at all. Mm. It's, it's saying when you judge, judge in this manner, judge with righteousness, yeah. judge with grace, yeah. judge the way that you want Jesus to look at you in judgment. Is it like do unto others as you would have them do unto you? I'm pretty sure that's written in a thing. I think maybe the same person may have said maybe that. Maybe the same dude. Possibly. Um, He's pretty big, good at The big guy. The big guy. Uh, <laughs> he's and your daddy. He's your daddy. And so this is, this is about... Um, living our life the way Jesus would live. Yeah. And this judgment call that Jesus is trying to instruct us, the best way to live in the kingdom is to judge in a manner of compassion. Yeah. And now it, it continues, right? He, he continues to go into mm -hmm. um, the speck and the, and the log, mm -hmm. right? And that goes into like, I'm sure some of my believer friends out there who are watching or listening are going to say, well, but Nick, you, you got to call sin, sin. You can't just let people be sinful. Um, mm. and to that, I'm saying you're 100% correct. You have to, mm -hmm. uh, we have to stand on the truth of scripture, but you stand on the truth of scripture, not on the truth of your opinion. Well, and I, I would agree 100%. We have to be willing to call sin, sin in your own heart and mind and actions first. Mm, primarily uh, be killing sin or sin will be killing you. You Come have on. to be willing to look in the mirror first. Yeah. I think Michael Jackson said it best. <laughs> If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make, and make that, that change. Change. <laughs> na 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 na. He anyway. also said, "Mama, say, no, Mama no, stop Sa, it, Maku, no, Sa. stop it." Just saying, putting that out there in the atmosphere. Um, those were the real lyrics, by the way. Um, but but no, truly, if you want to address sin, and you want to really have um, a foot in the door, so to speak. We always want a foot in the door. We want to be able to have that in the yeah. inroad to be able to talk to someone then conquer whatever it is that's preventing you from being able to address the issue Yeah, and be, be honest about it. It's so hard for us to be honest with ourselves. Oh man, they're, they're so impatient. They, I just wish they would hurry up 
and get over their impatience. Kind of sounds like you got a big old log in there. Sounds like a log. And, and you, sorry, you'll never understand how impactful it is until you've been in that position to receive advice from someone that has not taken the log out of their eye, right? <laughs> like you've, all, you've, you've dealt with that person. Uh, maybe you are that person or maybe you, you've been in a relationship with that person in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. You know, they're eating a, a Big Mac and like, you should really eat better. Like, you should wait, work out. I don't. You should do this thing mm-hmm. that I'm clearly struggling with, but I can see it in your life. See, what you need to do yeah. is you need to do this, this, and this. And at the same time you're hearing this, you're like, but what about you? Like, what do you need to do? Mm-hmm. Whereas when you experience the conversations where someone says, hey, I see you messing up in this area, and man, I can tell you from experience what that leads to. Yeah. Because this is what happened to me. I did this, this, and this. And, and this is how, through the grace of God, I got through this struggle. And I can see it's leading you to a place of, of brokenness, same place I was headed. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you first have to deal with the sin in your life. Like mm. this sin is a big deal. And then God will give you the opportunity to remove the speck from people's eyes. Yeah. From well, a place of relationship. Yeah. And I will say like, just looking at the experience I've had and measuring that against scripture, mm-hmm. God may give you the opportunity to have the testimony that you can share with someone yeah. that then leads them um, to go to the Lord with conviction and repentance to where they want to remove the log from their eye. That's right. Um, we can walk around and think that it's our job to not only point out the speck, but also take every little tool we have and try to remove it. When really the word is for each individual person first, first. And so like, yeah, we're talking about the log in your eye and I'm talking about the log in my eye mm-hmm. and log in. And it's not about this constant relativism. That's like, well, I got to get the speck. Now that I got the log, I got to help you get the speck. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let them get the, their own log. Um, let keep it, um, personal, personalized, I guess, personal to the person and to, um, the individual as well. And going along with that, I think the next part of the scripture, which I actually had to ask Nick again, I was like, wait a minute, I don't remember how, I don't (laughs) understand how this last part of this section goes back to the judge not. And it's really important because I think we've all gotten ourselves in the position where we are trying to remove the speck and we're trying to be the, (laughs) the judgment call in everyone's life, but we've also trying to be the Holy spirit. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've also been in a position where we have cast our pearls before swine. We have given to dogs what is holy. And uh, I would love for you to explain it the same way you explained it to me that I was like, Oh, oh that makes so much sense. Thanks. So pastor. This isn't a dig on anybody. You're not calling people dogs. You're not calling people pigs. Like this isn't, um, they're not is, dog water. This isn't, um, this is bussin bussin. Uh, so what we want, Slaps. what we want to do is understand that Jesus wasn't, uh, this wasn't a racial call because some people be like, oh, well before they called Gentiles dogs. That's what like, I said. And so it wasn't just you. I've heard that before. So like, that's a common thought. It's not true. What Jesus is speaking to is the idea of what is sacred. Like you don't give sacred things to dogs. Why? Because they're going to tear it up. Like mm-hmm. if, if you have a, a treasured possession, you don't just be like, oh, hey, here, let my dog lay on it. Like, no, you, it's going to be ruined. You don't give what is holy, something that you value that is um, set apart. You don't give that to pigs because they're going to trample on it. They're going to they're gonna mess it up. Mm. And because they don't value the thing that you give them, they're eventually going to turn on you, right? This dog's looking for food and you're giving him like your diploma. He doesn't care about that. Give me my food. Like, I, I don't want this thing that you value. I, I'm looking for me. I'm out for my own good. And so if you are dealing with somebody and you're like, man, I see a struggle in their life. And have the experience to be to help them identify this struggle. 
that person may not be in a place to hear it no matter who speaks to them. Amen. They may be in a place where they don't value the truth at that point. They don't value the guidance or the direction. And so in that moment, you have to be willing to say, this, I, I'm not going to waste my breath. Mm. Um, and that's not a judgment saying you're not worth my breath. That's saying what I know is too valuable yeah. to waste. Which is a matter of, honestly, just self-differentiation. Yeah, It's an understanding of the value of what God has given you. Our testimony has great value. That's why in the word, it says that they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. So what we've experienced and what God has taken us through and is taking us through as we progress from, from glory to glory. Mm -hmm. Um, that's not just something we just broadcast for everyone in a way that we're hoping to change them. Yeah. Like, well, look what, this is what God, I used to know because you don't know how that's going to be interpreted and used. You don't understand maybe all the time that people just like oftentimes um, dogs and pigs or animals are operating out of the flesh. Mm-hmm. What you said about, well, I don't want that. I just want food. Well, I'm in survival mode. Yeah. When I'm in survival mode, I'm not thinking about what lessons I can learn and how I can apply this to better myself Come for on. the future. And so when you're, you're engaging with people who are in survival mode because of trauma, because of abuse, because of just what they're going through today, mm-hmm. they're not ready to receive this this longevity of relationship and investment that you're trying to pour out through what you've gone through. And they may end up trampling it and turning on you. And it's not a personal thing. It's not an attack on you. It's, it's not, it might be, (laughs) Um, but it's not necessarily all about you. Mm -hmm. It's about having the discernment to say, yeah, I don't think, I don't think you're in a place to receive this. You can, you can share the, the basic, like the bare bones of like, look, I've been through, something similar to what you're going through. And, and it was really rough for me. So I just want you to know, I, I, I hear you and I see you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that may be all that is needed to yeah. start sowing those seeds. Um, but it, it's really dangerous for us as Christians to think like, Oh, I've got this testimony. I got to share, you know, I got to share the nitty gritty and I got to be raw with and everyone. real with everyone. And I will say I've, I've experienced that biting me in the tail before because yeah. I was so honest, I was so proud and arrogant in a sense of what my story was that I didn't realize that could be used against me um, later on. And so, yeah. Yeah. And I think in that same vein, as you're, as you're discerning, as you're trying to decide, um, is this somebody, is this a time I can get vulnerable in this position Mm -hmm. there? You're going to mess up sometimes. There's going to be moments where you're going to share too much. You're going to overshare or you're going to undershare. And you'd be like, man, I had an opportunity. I should have shared more about my personal testimony. And there's grace for that. Like God covers those moments in grace. And believe whatever he started in that conversation with you and whoever else, he's going to finish with whatever means needed to reach that person. So don't, don't sit there and beat yourself up either way. But at the same time, as you're praying through that, you have to understand and be okay with the, the truth that there are some people you're not called to minister to. Come on. There's some people you're not called to speak hard truths to, or you're not, that's not your ministry to be like, <laughs> you know what? This is what I struggled with. And let me tell you about my sexual sin. Let me tell you about mm. my, my battle with um, cussing. Let me, you know what I mean? Like there's some people that they, they're not in a position to hear that from you. And so instead of being like, but what I have is good and it should change your life. Like, yeah. And yeah, it's valuable. There's no, there's no That's diminishing awesome. that. Yes. What yeah. you have is valuable. What God has given you mm-hmm. is worth something. Um, but I will say like, if you, if we remember the pearl of great price as mm-hmm. well, like we don't cast our pearls before us. We don't give what's valuable. Um, just give it away. We don't just give it away. There's some value in 
you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to save this because there, there's going to be a moment where this needs to be revealed, but yeah, but this is so valuable to me that I'm, I'm willing to, to hide it away mm-hmm. in the place that God has given me, um, until I meant to use it. Mm, that's good. Uh, and we're going to go into a little more depth into this cause we did a very brief overview. Yeah. Um, but if you would like to hear more, uh, please join our inner circle because we're going to go deeper into, um, how to apply this a little more, mm-hmm. some more examples from our personal life. It's going to be great. Yes. So, if you need to know how to do that, go to www.patreon.com slash Nick Smith podcast, and you can find out how to be a part of, excuse me, our inner circle. Too much coffee. Yes, it is. Um, so we want to, sorry, I want to, br- we brushed over something that I thought would be good to kind of lead us into practicality. Okay, let's do it. So practically speaking, how do we judge not lest we be judged? Thou shalt not judge. How we do it, though. Um, there, there's either, we tend to have this like one or the other. We tend to have this Bible thumping religious condemnation view mm-hmm. of judgment Definitely. or we have this like teddy bear universalist jesus philosophy everybody do what you feel kind of mentality what i just had a question like <laughs> can you do that dance and be a bible thumper and can you be staunch and be like love no. everybody and and then be like oh you're gonna go to hell i was just thinking like <laughs> your actions were very indicative of what you were saying but i was like what if those were flipped in my mind that's those are the things i think of that's for some funny. reason uh, so yeah but we have these two extremes we tend to operate in, yes. and we think that's how things always are um, but there's actually a middle way or the media via, um, which, Shout out to John Wesley. which, uh, yeah, thank you, John Wesley. Um, he's dead by the way, <laughs> but Jesus Christ mm-hmm. walked in the middle way between, um, it was like the world was saying this, this should be this way, or this should be this way. And Jesus is like, actually, verily, verily, I say unto thee, <laughs> it's this way. Yeah. You've heard this. I heard, I heard what you heard, but what you <laughs> I, know heard what you, I know what you heard. What you ain't heard is this. And <laughs> I think the way that we, we can operate in this is by doing oftentimes doing things and um evaluating things in a way that the world just isn't going to understand and being okay with it yeah um, walking in the middle way is never um is most likely not appreciated by those who are operating in their religion yeah um so first uh, and foremost with uh, practicality please take the chip off your shoulder come on now uh the world is always looking for a fight Mm-hmm. Somebody, so, so is I, the church though now. Yeah, I wish somebody would. I wish somebody <laughs> would try to tell me that my life is right because you know I know all about their life and they're not going to tell me. And I'm going to put it on Facebook. I'm going to blast them. Or the other, the other end of that is the receiving of being like, oh, you said you said you didn't like. Well, that's because you're judging me and you're such yeah. a judgment. Like, hold it easy, yeah. easy back the take back yeah, the chip take off. the chip off your shoulder. Don't quit looking for a reason to have a fight. That's what that saying means. Like you have something you're you're just wait. You just want somebody to knock it off so that you can have a reason to attack them. Take the chip off your shoulder. Jesus didn't walk around looking for a fight. Mm-mm. People ran to Jesus trying to look for a fight and he addressed things as he needed to, but he didn't run towards altercations with people looking yeah. for a reason to condemn them. Yeah. And as a believer, I think it's very important to have that, um, have the peace that surpasses all understanding mm. because part of what people receive as judgment isn't the facts that we're saying. It's the, the way that we're saying it, or our attitudes about the facts. So just as an example, or their feelings about you. Well, yeah, but <laughs> but as an example, so like saying lust is a sin, isn't uh, a judgment, right? Mm-hmm. That's in the word. You just read it. It says lusting is a sin. But when you find out somebody is struggling with lust, saying, "Well, that person's a pervert and they're going to hell," mm, that that's is yeah. judgment, and yeah. that's because at that point you've gone beyond. You've had this this chip on your shoulder of like, as soon as you experience anything, you're I'm on it. I'm just yeah. calling it all these sorts of stuffs. And so that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all sorts of stuff. Calling it all sorts of stuff. Yes. So anyway, yeah. Um, so take the chip off your shoulder. I think the second 
practical um, application is remove the log. Mm, and so it's hard it is you've got to deal with the sin in your life you've got to deal with the the elephants in your room before you start calling out other people's and um this isn't a pass like oh, okay as soon as i deal with this sin then i can start talking about <laughs> other people's sin no like like it's a consistent and constant process yeah. of surrendering and dying daily so you've got mm. to remove the log because only then will you be able to see the cross better yeah oh that was good remove it come Dang. on now Take the boy out the you pulpit. You should have said that in 2020. It was a year of perfect take, vision. Can't take the pulpit out the boy. Um, so anyway, yes, remove the log. Work yes. on that. Yes. And how we do this, how we do any of these things practically is through discernment. And this is one of those Christianese words that we hear. Like, you just got to be discerning. Is your spiritual gift discernment? Well, it should be. You've got the Holy Spirit. But anyway, um, <laughs> discernment is really just a way of saying to prayerfully and carefully consider your words and who you are speaking to. In other words, know your context. Yes. You should look at the word of God and you should be able read the to room. Re- read it in context. And then you should take every relationship you have and what you plan to say and how you plan to interact with those people that you care about and that you love, right? Take all of that in context and then say, okay, is this going to be received well? I don't know if you know, they're having a bad day. And mm-hmm. if somebody comes to you already and they're, they're already amped about something, don't feed into it. Yeah. Be discerning and know, like, I know it's cheesy to say, what would Jesus do? Oftentimes I think, like, how would Jesus, like, what would Jesus's words be? Mm-hmm. So often his response was, again, it's that middle way. It wasn't, well, you better do this. And, or if you don't, this is going to happen. No. Okay. Well, he would ask a question. Mm-hmm. He would seek understanding. He would, even though he knew, he knew the ins and outs of every situation. He knew. He, knew. Mm-hmm. he would seek to understand and to listen. And to engage with the person rather than constantly seeking to show them how much he knew about their situation and, yeah. and knew about everything. Yeah, and I think in that um, that discern discernment piece, how just to be clear, we're not saying that discernment is walking on eggshells, shells, huh? shells. Y'all it slips out sometimes, <laughs> Californian. Um, so you're not walking on eggshells um, and being like, and trying to handle people. Mm. But that's why um, Kylie just said prayerfully. And carefully. Mm-hmm. So through the, the discernment that the Holy Spirit gives you, sometimes you'll know like, yeah, it's not the right time. Yeah. I think that I've had a situation. I experienced a situation in this season where walking away from it, I was like, yeah, I kind of feel like I cast some. I gave to dogs what is holy. I think I, I spoke too soon and I wasn't, I wasn't willing to wait it out. <clears throat> Excuse me. And reaping from that, I'm in a season of like, okay, well. There's distance here and there's a lack of relationship here that I have to be comfortable with for now. But I recognize that my part in that was like, yeah, I probably, probably should have waited. <laughs> overshare. I, I, probably, I probably overshared in that. And I probably was um, so busy with my little tool trying to remove the speck, even though I, I was like, look, the log is gone in this area. I know that God has delivered me. Mm-hmm. But I was so busy trying to fine tune some things that I wasn't discerning in every area. So I, mm, I'm saying that good. from experience that um, I don't think God, I don't believe God punishes us in those things, but I do believe he sits us down with discipline and says, okay, you're going to have to wait through a season of this now. Yeah. And Natural so, consequences. So don't be like me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We hope that uh, you found some content and our content. Why do I keep saying that? I don't know what you're going through it's right now because I did the content context <laughs> confusion I'll be on some content on the social media <laughs> provision um, on the no. electronic mail I hope. 
<laughs> I hope this has added value to your life. I hope you've had found value is what I was trying to say. Okay. Um, and if so, please share this with someone. Let someone know about the Nick Smith podcast. This has been the Nick Smith podcast. We mm-hmm. hope you've gotten a dose of real content. <laughs> no myth. Be, Be blessed. blessed. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nick Smith podcast. We are so glad that you joined us and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.